Hi, this is James Barclay, and this is Unprecedented Business Growth. Welcome to the next podcast in our series, Converting Short-Term Growth into Long-Term Growth. We're talking today about enhancing management's focus on growth and expansion of their business. Many companies and management teams are often successful in using their operational management skills to generate short-term growth. They had the benefit of the right product or service or the right timing or another form of competitive advantage. Yet a much smaller number exploit these advantages into further growth and expansion of their business. Technology companies are classic examples of this. They ascend the first peak and then they hit a period of consolidation. Their operating performance comes less impressive, and then they reach a critical point where they have to decide to jettison some of the baggage to climb on their own power, or they are forced into the arms of bigger and more strategically focused competitors to exploit long-term growth opportunities. I'd like to make the argument that management in mid- to large-sized organizations need to apply an approach more frequently applied in the private equity sector. While that sector is somewhat out of vogue at present, and indeed unfairly caricatured as short-termists, there's a focus and discipline on growth and expansion that surpasses today the approaches applied in many publicly held firms. Indeed, in several sectors, there's a valid argument that private ownership would allow organizations to build more sustainable long-term growth, whether it's organic or through mergers and acquisitions. I'm going to talk a little bit about the vulnerabilities management teams face the difficulty with maintaining a focus, why they get distracted, and how they might apply some of the discipline, particularly when building a presence in a high-growth market. We will also talk about unknown changes that may impact management's focus on growth and expansion versus minding today's operations. Here's a list of vulnerabilities I commonly observe in 9 out of 10 organizations I'm asked to assist with. Stop for a moment and think how these might apply in your own organization. Number one, senior managers are overwhelmed with firefighting activities pushed up the line by middle managers who absent themselves from taking decisions. Number two, excessive management time is spent in meetings that are merely repositories for exchanging information. Number three, senior and middle managers whose credibility and past experience is drawn from solving operational problems don't feel as comfortable discussing strategy or implementing strategic change. Number four, the focus is overly on delivery and implementation and the tasks and activities that are involved. If there's a choice between investing time on growth and expansion or solving a delivery problem, over 90% of people revert to solving the delivery problem. Management time is excessively distracted in these situations. Number five, growth and expansion goals are solely short-term. There's no incentive to think and act with the longer-term future of the organization in mind. And number six, growth and expansion accountabilities are not given to operational heads. They simply sit in the executive strata. And my final point, number seven, it becomes a priority growth and expansion when the business is struggling but not flourishing. The difficulty is that the hardest times to grow and expand a business are in the toughest times. That's not to say that it's not something you must continue with in those times. 
have it's like trying to shift up a gear on a bicycle on a steep uphill slope. However hard you pedal, you seem to go less far and with much greater effort. So as we have discussed, timing is critical on the probability and success of your expansion initiatives. I talked earlier about the discipline commonly seen in private equity organizations. Please take a look at the attached process visual. There are four critical steps. Number one, fleshing out the investment thesis. Number two, establish a 100-day operational blueprint. And number three, implementation. And number four, positioning for exit. In each of the areas and under each of the headings, make a list of those actions you need to make to turbocharge your growth and institutionalize short-term success into long-term growth. This gives you what I term your growth agenda. Here's the trick most people and most organizations miss. Take each item, assign a date, result, and action. Put that into a set of accountabilities for each person, starting from the CEO and working downwards. Physically make every meeting, whether strategic or operational, start with a growth agenda, allotting time to each item. Support that growth agenda with managers who visibly see your leaders recognized for their actions in support of those goals. Align your rewards of work for every person consistent with the growth agenda. Ingrain that growth agenda with a short, simple set of achievements all employees could readily recite and align with their daily operational duties. A focus on growth and expansion will only deliver long-term results where there's discipline and visible management priority given to the subject. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please stay tuned and explore our website, www.eliseconsulting.com, for further installments in this series. This has been Unprecedented Business Growth with me, James Barclay.